ladies, gentlemen, hoops, welcome one and welcome all to the Arsenal Cannon Podcast Extravaganza, featuring myself, the self-proclaimed comic relief of a host, Daniel Fenton, in the cut once again with the two usual suspects to start. The man that I so like to call the bumptious Brighton boy, formerly known as the lovely London local lad, Alfie Colshaw in the cut. Well, what up, where, bruh? Where I, but where am I now? Oh yeah, you're in London. So you're the lovely London local lad again. That's right. I forgot. You, you're moving yeah. so much. Breaking exactly. all these lockdown protocols. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Let's give wow, Alfie no. a round of applause for breaking protocols and killing everyone. He is responsible for the death of your family member. No, I'm only joking. He's doing everything safely because that's all we do with the Arsenal Cannon Podcast Extravaganza. We do. We but do. Alfie, yeah, you're 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 back home. How are you feeling, man? What are you saying, lads? Yeah, yeah, I'm decent. I'm decent. Uh, we just had the first day back where we were allowed to do football again in the UK, so that was pretty nice. Went out with the man then uh, and played football. It was good. Scored a hat trick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, um, good for you, man. Playing, balling. I like uh, in the in the PPC pre podcast. I said it right. I'm like last week. I kept saying PCP moron. Um, Alfie was saying, yeah, I didn't play that well. I scored a hat trick in a game, though. It's like wow. I just can't relate to that because when I played, I was actually bad. So um, fair play to you, Alfie, the hat trick hero. Secondly, cheers, cheers. Secondly, but no more, no less importantly, the man, the myth, the legend with the versatile name, Rob Bob Bert, Bertha. His dad's name is Tony, kind of like my daddy was born with a nickname, kind of weird. Um, Bertrand, how you doing today? How are we doing, guys? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm doing very well. You well? Sun is down, down here in the UK, UK which is. Uh, is uh, First, and, and, and um, yeah, yeah, life, 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 is, life is pretty good. good. Uh, uh, you know, Alfie is a living polite guy, as he always is. So, so, how, so how are you? Are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm hang on a sec. Wait, was was Rob's don't stop yeah. recording? Rob was a little choppy for me. Was Rob's, yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, what's happened, Rob? That wasn't happening in the PPC. Okay. Is it still like that? Nope, good now. No. Let's keep this. Right, this is kind of goes. this is kind of funny. This shows how fucking oh, okay. shit this show is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, Bertha, um, son of Tony. I'm good. Um, I'm very good. As I was telling you guys yesterday, um, Florida doesn't give a flying shit about COVID. So I was at a Vanilla Ice concert yesterday. Don't worry, I was wearing a mask because I'm not a piece of shit like everybody else in the state. Um, for those of you that don't know Vanilla Ice, he's that guy who basically sings that one song and nothing else. Ice, ice, baby. Ding, 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 ding. It was so cringy and everybody there was like... That is your taste in music. That, that is, that's right. Yeah, that, that is Daniel. That is me. So Dude, I, I was like the young... Katie and I were like the youngest people there. Without a shadow of a doubt, everybody was like at least fifty years old. It was crazy. Oh god! Yeah, it smelled like. And those shoes you were wearing. Oh. God. <laughs> hey man, I'm the Albamiang of this um, of this podcast. No, um, no. <laughs> Have you seen his trim? Yeah, I kind of like it. Is that weird? I, th- I think it's cool. It's unique. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't mind like it. it too. I I don't get why he was getting like 
a beast. I think he should keep it. I think that might make him better, you know? He's been in a little shit form. People just like to be angry about things. I don't know if you guys... How dare someone cut your hair? How dare you? I want the mohawk back! (laughs) Um... Somebody photoshopped a bunch of um, Arsenal players with that hairstyle and Mikel Arteta as well. That was beautiful, Arteta with that hairstyle. Um, but the, the... Can you imagine Rob holding with that trim? <laughs> He'd rock Not it. sure it's possible. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, you know who could probably pull it off, though? That one ginger guy, Rob, that you tagged me in. Um, and I think he plays, I think oh, he plays yes. for the U18s. He's got that foofy... He's got really curly hair. I'm jealous of it. It's gorgeous. I'm bet he could pull it off. It would look sick. Um, but but anyway, you and Mac, shout out Mac. You both say like U23, U18, yeah, U16. <laughs> we say under. Oh really? Look at yeah. that. We're so lazy here in the states. Yeah, we just sort of like fuck it. Just say the just say the letter. Um, somebody photoshopped that hair onto Pepe though. Can you guess who the guy got likened to after that was photoshopped onto him? Trevino. Got walked right into that one. Trevino's trim was (laughs) shocking. And his forehead was fucking. (laughs) Shout out me. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well anyway, um folks, that was a that was a real time wasting intro, so thanks for sticking through it. We're gonna have an interesting episode to to deliver you today. And don't worry, we've got no delivery fee, peeps. This shit's free. So you're welcome. Um, we're basically going to go through the squad and mm. talk about who we think um, should stay, who should go, and who should be loaned. That's that's pretty much it. Mm. So, do you want me to uh, take I the reins? I do. Yeah, bit? basically the only way. As I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I planned yeah, this so section. A, well, I thought I was going to say, yeah, if there's go. any kind of structure, um, I can't host to save my life. I can only host. <laughs> Crap shows, you know. And it's chaos. chaos. You're yeah. like Emery, and I'm like Arteta coming in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I thought because we did this the last two years, just myself and Daniel, um, Rob wasn't born yet. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, we did it around this sort of period, mid March ish or late March, when it was sort of an interlock. I thought it's quite a good time to do it. Obviously, the boys on the, on the extra show did. Um, they did like targets looking at players that could come in on the extra show. If you haven't listened to that, go and check it out. Um, so I thought it'd be a good time for us to sort of go through the squad and, you know, you have to give the key word, which we kept emphasizing last year, cause I've listened to it back was mm. definitive. I think we need to make mm. a definitive decision about each player. You can't be, you can't be sitting on the fence, you know, this, that's going to make it interesting. Um, and yeah, we, I think we can all agree that there needs to be a bit of a rebuild. Several players need to leave. But several do need to stay. I think there'll be a few contentious ones. That's so going to be going to be enticing to sort of get into the the nitty gritties and see what and what you lot are saying. Be, because we're going to be definitive. That is why we are the best That's Arsenal right. podcast. Just mm. no fact. Arsecast. Who is that? Nah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. No that? bull crap here. No. No political. Um, answers or anything like that. Just before we get mm. into that, though, I want to answer mm. one question that we got over the Twitter page. I'm going to do it now because I know I'll oh, forget. Cool. Okay, and it kind of ties in to yeah. um, actually the segment we're about to get into. So I'm going to come to you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to mm. come to Bertha with this one because Alfie's going to be the host of this of the segment that we obviously just alluded to. 
So you're going to be hearing a lot of Alfie's voice. So let's let's let the people hear the the beautiful voice. Oh God! Sorry in advance, <laughs> by the way, everyone. So uh, fan, fan of the show, Abe Warrior says, "Where do you see our beautiful Legend. football club in terms of league and European competition in the next five years?" Very. I like that question, by the way, because it could lead to a much wider discussion that obviously could tie brilliantly into the main meat and drink of this podcast. So good question, Mr. Warrior or Warrior, whatever the way is you pronounce your name. Warrior. Yeah. yeah big up, big up, Abhe. Can I answer this just very quickly? Um, <laughs> well, I've got a definitive answer. No, no, I just, I just got a definitive answer again. Yeah. Um, just like WLYA, we're going straight to the top and Whoa. there's nothing anyone can do about it. Good answer. Good luck topping that, bird. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to say that uh, if Arteta gets what he wants, uh, we're going to we're going to go back to a place where we we'd really want to be. Hopefully, um, well, definitely back in the Champions League, uh, potentially fighting for the the big trophies. Um, and it, yeah, that that's all it really hinges upon for me, and that will really link to today's show because. Uh, he'll obviously want some players uh, sort of omitted from his squad and he'll want to bring in some stars. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where my head is at. <coughs> There's my trademark choke of the day. <coughs> I think we'll uh, we'll probably be in the championship. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we're gonna, right, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Stan Kroenke is going to relocate Arsenal to Tampa and it's going to... Yeah, and then they're going to... This wouldn't surprise me. We'll dominate the uh, MLS. Yeah, and that's it. And then our, our new signing. The Tampa our Gunners. Our new signing, me. No, we'll dominate oh, the Tampa that's Sunday where, League. That's the division we're heading to, the Tampa <laughs> Sunday League. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, though. If I, I agree with Rob. If Arteta gets what he wants, like Alfie said, we will be as successful as WLYA. Is set to be. Anyway, great question. Ties in brilliantly to mm. the segment. Alfie, do what you do, my dude. Take it away. Yeah, we're well, just on that. Uh, I think Arsenal will follow the trajectory of WLYA. So, sort of <laughs> um, next season when we've sort of overtaken Arscast um, and Ask Blog, uh, Arsenal will win the, the Champions League um, and then the Club Makes World sense. Cup. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, let's get into it. I guess, well, we'll start, we'll go sort of, I was going to say chronological order, doesn't make sense, positional order. So, um, you know, goalkeeper, going to start with. Mm. Um, Burned Leno. Uh, I'll go first. I'll take the initiative. Um, We are going to obviously keep Burned Leno. I think that he is going to be in the fold, probably for the foreseeable future, I would imagine, maybe some years down the line. Arteta might. Um, you know, go for somebody a little bit different, maybe a little bit better at playing the ball out from the back. But as of right now, I would definitely keep Leno. And I think he's more than um, capable of being our number one for the next two or three years at the, at the least. Yeah, I would agree with Daniel. I think um, perhaps even next summer, he might be moved on. Uh, just because you know we've we've seen his deficiencies in his passing from the back in in recent weeks, and you know I'm, I'm sure that Arteta would love a more Edison 
esque keeper. Uh, but for now, he's a, he's one of the best shot stoppers in world football. And, uh, you know, we say he has shortcomings with his feet. He's still very good in terms of distribution. So, yeah, no need to address that position this summer, especially with uh, limited funds. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's what I was going to say. With limited funds, there's a, a, a ton um, of areas which should take massive priority over goalkeeper, I think. Leno is yeah. one of the more consistent performers in the team. Yes, there's been a few iffy moments in recent weeks. The the Bowen goal, for example, um, and some of the moments where he's playing out from the back. And I do think in the long term, maybe Arteta will look to address that. But I don't think we're in a position yeah. where we can do that right now. And if anything, maybe there's there's um, a case to be made for him to get a new contract. I think, what has he got? One year after this? If, maybe two if years? If that's the I'm case, sure. you sign him on a new deal for um, me. I think you have to because I think... Yeah, I think you have to yeah, protect I, that value. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you might as well. And it's not like in a few years exactly. he's going to not be worth anything because he's what twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, and he's a goalkeeper. So he goes to his late thirties. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's a pretty comfortable one. Yeah. We're all in agreement on keep. Um, Matt Ryan, would you try and some sign on a permanent deal? Um. Personally, I think you still sort of look around in the market to see if there are any homegrown options. Uh, mm. But he showed us against Villa, he's, he's more than good enough to be a number two at this club. Uh, and yeah, if if there's no better option out there in terms of homegrown, uh, yeah, I think you try and bring in Matt Ryan, considering he'll be available very cheap. I completely agree, actually. I actually really like him too, you know. Um, that Premier League experience, the age in the dressing room. He's an all so that's pretty cool. And that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, but really, you know, if, if we can't maybe pry away like a David Raya, for example, from, uh, that's his name, right? From, uh, yeah. From what yeah. the heck? Brentford. Um, then maybe, maybe even, yeah, yeah maybe Is it Ollie? something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Freddie. Something with Freddy, an E. Um, like Tony, Rob's dad, or Danny, my dad. <laughs> um we could you know maybe even sign sign ryan on to to a one-year deal you know just a short-term kind of thing if we can't find anybody else and then maybe you know uh the season uh the, the the transfer window after this one then we could try to look for somebody in that area because like you guys are saying funds are going to be limited so maybe goalkeeper or second choice goalkeeper isn't really necessarily a priority so my definitive, this is like as far from a definitive answer as you could get that spiel I just had. Um, but it's like kind of one of those things where it just depends. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say my definitive answer is just get rid of, I'm, I'm going to say get rid of actually, because I think we will sign a second Rich. choice goalkeeper in the transfer window. I think that's fair. Um, but I think if if there isn't a sort of cheap option as a homegrown, as a, as Rob said, I think we are sort of becoming a bit short and potentially there'll be some homegrown players leaving, which I'm sure we'll get into. Well, we will. Um, I think maybe if you can get a homegrown, sneak a homegrown in there for a backup keeper, it could work. But I'm not sure there are too many available who, who are going to yeah. be good enough to be backup and will be available. Um, and won't be available at a decent price because we don't want to use like a significant amount of our resources on that position. 
So I would say keep Matt Ryan or, or sign because technically he's not ours yet. Um, Alex Runar Runnison, <laughs> the main man of the squad. Um, how will we deal with his potential departure? I'm saying um, keep and yeah, exactly. build the team around yeah. him. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, he's seen his, his quality shot stopping, his, his beautiful long range passing. So, yeah, that's my definitive answer. Yeah, I would Ranarsson. agree. And then, you know, I, I would think, honestly, I think we should move him to an outfield position as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. put him up front. He's the answer. He will. <laughs> he score will. Goals. Well, you've seen, you know, he's really good at letting Ballstrup come to the back of the net. So, surely he's capable of doing it on the other side of the pitch, right? That's how that works. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, and in yeah. all truth, however, I would loan him. I would loan Runnerson. And. No, no, I disagree. I disagree. So, I think you say get rid of him. You get we've got we've got a plethora of of goalkeepers in the youth uh system. Uh, who are probably better than him now. Yeah. You you get this guy as far away from them as possible before he corrupts <laughs> them. Yeah, you've got a Conquo Hein. I yeah. don't know if Ilyev is still here. Um he might be. Um probably a few more. Um could always so, yeah, recall I, I, Emmy Martinez as well. <laughs> yeah, re-sign him. <laughs> AFC Sam will be gassed. Um, <laughs> all the Emmy sexuals out there. Um, but no, I would I would definitely sell Runnison and I'd just promote one of those youngsters who whoever's looking the most developed um, as into the third choice role. I mm. might actually agree with that. Yeah. And that's that's a home homegrown player. I'm as well, just I'm just thinking maybe yeah, I, so. I you know I might have to change my answer because I'm just thinking about it now. Can I can't even imagine Runnerson really improving to the point where he gets a check it a check in what second choice spot? So is there really any point of keeping him? Maybe not. Maybe it's just kind of a lost cause because he really just seems like he's not good enough. And that's no you know sorry to say I'm not trying to be like a bully or anything. I th- think it's. You know, down to the goal. You fucking bully. You absolute bully. Um, You're going to get us cancelled, yeah. yeah. Look what you've done. Yeah. Bullying Renard. You absolute. What a loser. That's a real loser of the team, Alfie. Um, <laughs> I remember when you wrote a piece about Ronison. You were like, uh, there's, there's too many Andy Carrolls in the Premier League for Ronison to be yeah. near our starting 11. Um, and true. it got, got quite a few comments saying, like, oh, you're bullying him. It's, like, it's nothing personal. He's just not at the level to be an Arsenal he player. He's just not. And it's not a reaction from that Man City game. A, he's looked shaky every time he's playing. Um, and B, uh, the, oh shit, the Zoom's running out of time. We'll restart it when it does. Um, and B, um, it's looking at his what everyone who watched him at Dijon has been saying the fact he wasn't good enough for Dijon like they didn't even want him as their second choice that's why they got rid of him and also his statistical profile was terrible so yeah there's quite a lot of evidence to suggest he's not our level yeah you know what so thinking about that there might be the answer might be to just sell him keep uh, keep Ryan and then just promote a kid you know that might be the best course of action yeah. yeah, or Conquo, or um, I've heard or a, I've heard a, a yeah, I say that's a good yeah, definition. I've heard answer. a Conquo the most, yeah. so probably promote him to to third choice and keep Ryan for maybe like a season contract if you can't sort out um 
that that coveted keeper, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, we'll move on. Right backs. We're going to start with a potentially contentious one. I'm going with Hector Bellerin. For me, you sell him for um, sort of not at any price because I think he's a really valuable asset. But you know, you sell him and you use that money to go and get a new right back. Um, An upgrade. Yeah, I think his yeah. value is relatively high. I think he's got very, very relatively good pedigree with it in Europe. Um, the way he sort mm. of burst into the scene, I think there would be big clubs interested. We've heard like Barcelona, PSG linked in the past. Um, so I do think maybe we could get in excess of thirty million. I don't think that's too insane. No, neither do I. Yeah, I think I think you sell him as well. Um, I, I just think. I think Bellerin's one of those players that would probably do well in another division. And that's something you could say about a lot of our players, to be honest. Like, if Bellerin moved to a, to a Juventus or a PSG, I could genuinely imagine him doing quite well in either of those leagues. But I think... Yeah, the, exactly, the injuries hit him physically. 100%. Like, to potentially damaging amounts. So, in a less physical, physically intense league, he could still... Like rediscover some form and it, what he was doing before. Yeah, I think you. You know, they were talking about it on the Extra Cannon podcast. The uh, they were talking about a number of right backs, and I just think it really kind of epitomizes how you know Bellerin has been so negatively affected by those injuries. You know, and and the fact that I would really take any of those players that they mentioned um, over him because I think Bellerin is just it's over for him really. I mean, I love Bellerin, you know, but I think it's just, it's time to sell. I think it's best for the club and it's best for the player too. Yeah. I think he probably needs a new challenge and it, it does hurt to me to say it, but I'm going to sell um, because, you know, I love him as a player, as a person um, and the way he's sort of come through the academy. And, and when he was before his injury, he was like, I just, I just loved him, the way he played, his pace and everything, his overlapping ability. Um, mm. He was a very exciting player to watch, actually, and he did just, his pace get him, got him out of a lot of situations where he was a bit exposed in sort of his positional play. Um, but as Max's piece last week sort of summarised, he just hasn't rediscovered the form, which was sort of... It just... Uh, it means that it's. I think we are justified in wanting an upgrade now. Um, statistically, the eye test, everything. He's he's declined um, since the injury. He's not rediscovered his form since the injury, and I do think it's an area where we can upgrade properly. Um, and we, uh, if you want to see, if you want to hear about the targets that the boys spoke about on the Extra Cannon podcast, again, check that out. Another plug. But yeah, I think Bella and you sell. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on. Cedric Suarez. Alfie, I don't think there's anyone that can start this apart from you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. I mean, I don't think we can right. sell of because of his contractual situation. Um, but I just wouldn't anyway. Whoa! I know that's going to sound mad. He's he's fine yeah. as a squad player. He's no, never going to be more than that. Up. Yeah. Yeah, he's never going to be more than that, and I don't think people should gas him as more than that. Um, <laughs> I do think there's probably not that many years left good years left in his tank I think maybe he's got one or two 
Um, but for next season, I think he's fine as a backup right back. And yeah, I'd keep him. I think don't his I think especially if if we sign someone like Tariq Lamptey, I think Cedric would just mm. be the perfect sort of cover. You know, he's got so much Premier League experience, and I know Lamptey does too. He's he's been playing for Brighton for a while now, and he even made a few appearances for Chelsea. Oh. But uh, no, I think it would do Lamptey a lot of good, or, or any right back that came in, because I imagine we'll sign a young one. It will do them good to have someone like Cedric there to to help them and sort of, uh, you know, not mould them because they'll likely be a much better player than Cedric. But yeah. just to learn, I think from. that's spot on. And you know, I think really, if if the club managed to bring in a, a high quality, by the way, I keep Cedric as well. Um, I think if the club managed to bring in, you know, like a Lamptey or somebody like that, a good a good, good, good right back, then I think the signing of Cedric actually kind of looks like a really good one on paper, you know, because he, he was free, mm. you know, he comes in with an abundance of Premier League experience. So, and then he can help uh, whatever player comes in, like, like Rob was just saying. So I think you keep him. And I think he's a, I think he's honestly kind of a valuable squad player going into the future in truth. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, not that I still think the transfer was ridiculous. The contract we gave, <laughs> and there's no, uh, no. I just have to, I, I have to back my stance. But yeah, but yeah, you keep him for next season. I think, and he'll always be a loser. <laughs> he will. He will always be a fucking loser. He definitely wears his Euro 2016. Did I did I bed. mention in the past how his Twitter bio says "winner of the Euros"? Or it's like, come on, Cedric. <laughs> You He's are proud. inviting. Fair play. Fair play. Imagine we won the Euros. I would, like, yeah. In yeah, fairness, true. I'd probably have that tattooed on me. <laughs> I mean, and he's basically, he's a, of an equivalent level to me, I'd say. Oh, harsh. Um, harsh, harsh on you. Harsh on yourself. I was uh, pretty humble from you, Alfie. <laughs> yeah, it's harsh on me. It's harsh on me. It is. I'm, yeah. Um, yeah. I was... Yeah, go ahead. What is he, like a 80-rated card on FIFA? No, I think oh, he's at 76, yeah. actually. Oh, was he? Would you... You're much better than that, Alfie. I'm at least a five. When we <laughs> reach the level of Arscast, inevitably, like sometime next week, I would love to... I would love to have a kickabout <laughs> with, you know, Cedric, because you just know yeah. how good... At the sport, he actually is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would just be like, wow, this is why I talk about the sport and I don't play it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I digress. Keep Cedric. Yep. That is the definitive, ultimate right answer. Keep Cedric. Because this is, just like the Fintan Sprawlick, this is the Arsenal Cannon Podcast right opinion zone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ainsley met the Niles. Ooh, interesting one. Uh, okay, uh, this might be a bit controversial. I hate that guy's stinky attitude and I want him oh. out. I want him to be sold. I'm done with him not being up for playing right back. I'm done with him chatting rubbish about us on loan, like about how he never gets to play in midfield. He's not good enough to play in midfield. Uh, that's my opinion and I want him sold. That is a, a damning <sighs> assessment. I mean, Wow. Alfie, what do you think? Man? My, definitive, my definitive answer is also sell. Mm. But I think that was harsh. I think, yes, it's a bit strange. He doesn't see his future as a right back because I don't think that's where, that's the position in which he can play at a higher level, if you get what I mean. I don't think his ceiling as a central midfielder is as high. 
but I don't like I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Like if that's where he really wants to play, if that's where he enjoys playing, then fair enough. I don't think he should be entitled to it at Arsenal because he hasn't done it. But if he wants to do that, then he can go somewhere else and, and do that. Um, but I actually I don't have a problem with his attitude in general. I think there was a stage where it was an issue, but I think if you saw the way he developed under Arteta, his attitude changed and he he seemed mm. very um, not resistant or reluctant, or it seemed like he enjoyed playing as a wing back. Um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't have a problem with his attitude, and I just think it's a matter of he's he's an English player. He has very he's very, relatively valuable, like we were speaking about last season. Um, and he'll get a Premier League move even when West Brom get relegated. And I think with a new right back and Cedric, there's not really need for him. I don't see him having a future in midfield for us. So yeah, I think I think he's still making an Moving on to the centre backs. Last time we sort of grouped them together because we had a fuck ton. So we're gonna do yeah. that again. Mm. So we've got David Louise, so you can renew or just uh, let go because obviously his contract comes to an end. You've got um. William Saliba is on loan, obviously. You've got Rob Holding. You've got Callum Chambers. You've got Mavro Panos. You've got uh, Gabriel. And you've got Mari. Is there anyone I'm forgetting? No. I don't think so. So that's seven. So realistically, I was thinking, if you want to bring in a centre-back, which I'm sure we'll sort of mention, you've sort of got to get rid of at least three, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'll go through mine first. Um, my th- my, I'm not renewing David Louise. I'm keeping Chambers. I'm keeping Holding. I'm keeping Saliba, not loaning him. I'm selling Mavropanos. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping Gabriel and I'm keeping Mari. So the five that I'll have are Chambers, Holding, Saliba... Mm-hmm. Um, Mari and Gabriel. My sort of justification is that Mari and Gabriel cover the left side, I think, pretty well. I think Gabriel, you can see, has the high ceiling. He can develop. He's done brilliantly this season. I think um, in the long term, he is the option on that left side. He's very good on the ball, whatever. Um, and I think Mari is very com- competent backup for that position, as we've seen. I know it's a small sample size, but I think it's fine to sort of deputise um, Marie and sort of rotate in and yeah. out for him. So, Gabriel, sorry. Um, the right side I see arguments to renew Louise but I just think he's got that error in him and I think if we're looking to properly rebuild we need to sort of move on from Louise I think I noticed on the Extra Cannon podcast you didn't discuss right centre-back targets and initially I was like oh maybe that was an area they could have discussed and then I was thinking there's so many more areas where we don't have any potential internal solutions that I think we need to prioritise them. I think a right-sided centre-back, maybe if we're really serious about a rebuild, is is a priority. But I also think there's a potential solution in there in Saliba that considering the amount of money we spent on him, we have to just sort of pursue next season. And I think that is my justification for that. If you can have Chambers and Holding who can sort of play the Mari role on that side, Chambers, who can obviously fill in at right back and in central midfield, and sort of ease Saliba in, but use him, try and use him a lot because he's been pretty good for Nice. I think he can do a job there. Whether or not the club does this, we'll wait to see. But I would keep him instead of loaning him, and sort of um, invest in him next season. But that's my that's my situ- my centre back. 
sort of definitive answer in general. That's how I'd approach yeah, I'd agree with for this summer. Almost all of that, other than I'd like to see where Mavropanos <clears throat> is at at the start of the season, and if he's at a decent standard, I'd be tempted to sort of put him chambers and holding into a conversation and decide to sell one of them uh and that's not to say uh chambers or holding have been poor that's just uh as i've been talking about they're the valuable assets they're sellable assets um and you know there's no need to have all three of those players at the club um and there's no point sending mavropanos out on loan again i don't think um so, yeah, I just think that you sell one of them uh, and then in that area, even if you if you don't renew you, Louise, we're still very stacked, especially if Saliba comes back. And I really, really hope that Saliba comes back and is our at least, if 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 not a regular starter, at least someone who, who sort of gets consistent game time. Yeah, and a couple of weeks ago, uh, Alfie and... I and 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 Rob, I, I guess really it was all three of us. We had a debate about um, you know, the Louise extension thing, and at that time I was like, you know, I was saying, oh, maybe we should tie him down. He's a good dressing room kind of presence and everything like that. But I think with the William Saliba wild card, if you like, um, I think you've really you, you've got to let David Louise go. I pretty much completely agree with Alfie. Um, but like Rob was saying as well, I'd like to see what's going on with Mavropanos. You know what I mean? Maybe you see him in pre-season. Yeah. yeah. Arteta can sort of judge him then. Yeah. The only thing on Mavropanos is I just think too injury prone. Mm. I know he's done well at Stuttgart this season. It's not the same though. It's not the same. I just, just don't know. And I just don't, he's not the young bursting through centre-back um, at the yeah, club true. that's Saliba yeah that's true you know, I, I just don't see if, if I just don't see the future yeah I think and you know we're, we're asking for mm. definitives Rob so oh, if, if I had to be asked um, are you going to sell yeah you two? sell Mavropanos um, and I think you sell one of Chambers or, or Holding so for me you sell Chambers so you'd only have four options oh yeah good point the, the no, I isn't unreasonable. I no, think. I say you keep holding because he can also play as a left centre back, uh, and you, yeah, yeah. So you keep Chambers and holding, and you sell Chambers. No, you might as well keep both. Uh, yeah, if Louise is going, you have to sort of keep both of them. Yeah, I think. All right, so we're all sort of in agreement. Pretty much, but I will say I would maybe, if it's possible, like to see a right centre back brought in. Um, yeah. And then if that—that's what I think people will be screaming at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that if that does happen, in my opinion, you sell Chambers, and I think you get a pretty penny for him because of the English tax. You know, same with holding. Um, but if you were to bring in a a thirty million pound sort of player on a with similar pedigree to let's say Gabriel, what does that mean for Saliba? Oh, that's awful for Saliba. I don't know. I think that's really bad. Yeah, it is. Um, but I don't think we can just sort of no. rush him off with the price tag that we paid for him. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I guess you've bring got a point. in someone more experienced and let him play under him. But then I think you do get rid of at least one of holding. No, I just, I, you know what I could really, 
Obviously, it depends on Go where on, Rob, Saliba is at. But I think he has to come in and be, as I said, if not first choice, a consistent... I think that we invested too much in him just to sort of spend another 30 mil on another centre-back project. I think you have to invest in him next season. Mm. Yeah, definitely. You definitely have to take the risk. and um... Which is why I think right centre-back claims I think True. sort of have to resist from, even if it's tempting. You know what I could really see Arsenal doing? Yeah. Is replacing old guy David Luiz with another old guy. I could just to- I don't mm. know what any, you know, older central defender situation is at the moment, but it would just be so Arsenal to go and pro- this one is just like off the top of my head because I remember I made a joking tweet about it, but like and this is not going to happen by the way. This is I'm not being serious in any way. This is a joke. Um, like a like a Chiellini-esque defender, you know, just like oh he's fucking ancient and he cost nothing because he's out of contract. Bang, let's bring him. I could just totally see Arsenal give him an eight year like deal or ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, um, it's a good point you bring up though, Alfie, with the with the Saliba situation. We're really kind of in the dark with that. It's it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him, but. But, you know, there's clearly potential in that player. And another thing is that I think all of us would agree we'd rather see him make five mistakes next season than watch Louise make even three mistakes. So, yeah. Exactly. Mm. I agree. Um, Moving on, I think, well, left back, I feel like this is one of the more simple Mm -hmm. positions uh, in the squad to sort of assess. Tierney... Your keeper. Of course. Yeah. Um, he's been ex- exceptional this season, still young, still getting better, won't yeah. get better under Arteta in, um, in this system. Um, and I think you bring in a player to sort of deputise him, um, to sort of give him competition, but also give him rotation option, um, because at the moment we are very light in that area. That's my that's my left-back analysis. Yeah, I, I would that agree. Simple. Yeah, let's save the time, because that's just spot on. <laughs> yeah. Calm, calm. Uh, well, we'll move into the central midfield area. Um, we'll start with. Do we did we do this by group last time? I don't think we did. We'll start with um, maybe some of the obvious one. Thomas Partey. Yeah, keep. Sell, sell for sell for ten dollars. No, yeah, obviously you keep him. <laughs> <laughs> you keep Partey, and I think you you, I think you sell Granite Shaka this summer and I know that's a bit controversial um, because a lot of people I wrote an article about this actually saying is it the sort of right is this summer the the natural parting of the ways between Shaka and Arsenal and I think it is I know he's had a, a relatively good season he's had a much massive upturn in form uh, in the past few months I just think as I was saying he's what 28 um, he's got is it two years left in the summer or is it even one year I'm not sure. Um, either way, it's the time to sell. Like you're not going to sell him past this summer. His resale value won't be there, um, particularly if he has one year left. Um, and there are just players who who can do what he does with more for quite affordable for more. Do what he does plus other things. Um, 
for affordable prices in the market. Like they, the, the boys touching some of them on Friday or whenever it was the extra cannon podcast. Um, so I think Granite Shacker you sell this summer if you can. Um, I don't dispute any of your points. Just looking at it from a pure sort of uh, pra- practicality perspective, I think that would, based on our current squad, I don't think that would be the wisest of moves. Um, purely because if you sell him, we're literally left with Party, uh, El Nani, Torreira, Guendouzi, both of whom likely have no future at the club, and. Joe Willock, who's not really a holding midfielder, is he? Mm. Well, then, I guess. We'll and then sort of I guess you bring one more that. in, um, but still, you're thin on the ground. I don't know if we can afford to sell him. So, Shaka, you're saying keep because of yeah, your numbers for me, and I think you keep him, and he goes down to third choice midfielder. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, it's, this is probably, this is probably, I think this is, this is the most difficult one in the squad, in my opinion, honestly, because I think Granit Xhaka, while he's a controversial player, I don't think anybody can, you know, dispute the fact that he has really been a, a, a servant for us since coming in, you know, despite all the hardships he's, you know, gone through. I mean, he's a, he's a machine, you know, 20 games in a row. That's insane. Um, I probably would have to side with Alfie on this one, though. I think it's probably time to part ways with them just because I think, you know, we, we do all this talking about trusting in the process and everything like that. And I just don't know if long term Xhaka is kind of, you know, like the answer in the area going into the future. And I mm. think I think. Mm. And does he fit in the potential 4-3-3? No, no. So for that reason, I think it might just be like Alfie was alluding to in that article. It might just be the the natural time to kind of part ways, mm. you know. And, and I know, uh, yeah. Go on. Sorry. Go no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, like I was saying, just about like Bellerin a little earlier. I think Jaka and Bellerin both. First of all, they generate probably a decent, you know, decent amount of money. I don't think we'd quite get the thirty five million we splashed out on on Jaka by any stretch of the imagination. But I think he'd, you know, bring us in a good 20 to to 30 million, genuinely. Um, I think he's an asset. Yeah. And I think that like, I think like Bellerin, maybe it's time for a new challenge. And he would probably, I've said this before, I think Jaka would murder in Italy, for example, because his his weak points are his pace, you know, and it's his lack of mobility. That's, That's not really a problem in Syria. You know, I think he, he's not going to be pressed as much. He'll get more time on the ball. No chance. And I think then you'll see the best out of the player. So I think I think you sell Jakob. That's my definitive answer on the matter. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think, especially yeah, if if he um, sort of says he declares to the club, you know, I might want to leave this summer. I think at that point you you start to consider it, but. Just in terms of squad options, I can't swerve from my stance just because of how thin on the ground will be, especially Sabayos will inevitably move on. Um, and I don't know if we'll really go into him because I just think that's an inevitability. He's not good enough. Um, and yeah, his left-footedness as well. We don't have uh, anyone else who sort of provides that in the midfield other than Odegaard, who isn't 
actually an Arsenal player. Um, so, yeah. But then I guess you can look to the academy and you've got a player like Miguel Aziz and perhaps, you know, people have been talking about him as the next player to come through. So if you add him to that midfield bunch, perhaps you have more numbers. But I'm going to stay with my statement that you keep him for one more season and he just has much less playing time. I think I think it's a fair point. I think, and I know people will be sort of screaming, oh yeah, but Shaka's sort of integral to our system. Like when he doesn't play, we don't function as well in general. I think we can move past that and I think it's key that we move past it. Yeah, I would agree with that. He's not very tactically flexible, as I wrote in my piece. He's not very tactically flexible. And if you can get someone who's a bit more, uh, a bit more tactically flexible, um, who has can do the has the ball progression and retention that he does with better defensive output and maybe better creative output as well, then I think that's something you do in this summer. I think that should be one of the priorities. I also think, I think what you're saying about numbers will sort of tie into the next few players who I want to get into. Yeah, we'll start with with um, someone we have. In El Neni, but actually, Tobias, are we all? Yeah, I think you, what you said there, Rob. I just don't think we'll sign him this summer. Hmm. Um, I think it's unlikely, unless Madrid were to give us a, a very cut price. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. So I think we'll really, yeah. just say that that won't happen. Um, yeah. Um, so, Mohamed El Neni, I think you get into. Hmm. I think it's a kind of interesting one. I think so too. I think it's a tough one. Yeah. I think there's this weird, there's this weird thing about El Nini where people are like, "Oh, he just he's the epitome of what's been wrong with Arsenal. He's so average." Blah 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 blah. I think El Nini, <laughs> I think El Nini's a good squad player to have, man. He's you could genuinely. Okay, first of all, now we've seen the guy play as a fucking striker for Pete's sake. So the dude has literally played, like, every position imaginable at the club. He's on pretty humble wages, for a professional athlete, that is, and he just never causes a fuss about anything. So I think, I'm going to say, this is controversial. I say we keep him. I think we keep Mohamed El Nani. For the same reasoning as keeping Shaka, you keep him for one more season, but then he's moved on. He's not. He's not a project player. You can't keep him for much longer, uh, Daniel. I, I appreciate your points, and I, I agree with them. He's a, he's this season. He's certainly been valuable, but there's been some games where I've been watching him, and I'm just like, oh my god, this guy just is <laughs> not good enough. Yeah, I I do agree. I think he's just a fine squad player, um, and I wouldn't be averse to us keeping him for another season, personally. And this is going to come onto my other options. I think my options are kind of left field and a bit rogue, which I'm kind of excited to share. Um, but I think you sell him, even though he could be a useful squad player. And I, I want more of, a, of an overhaul in this midfield than possibly um, Rob is looking at. Um, so, yeah, I think you sell El Neni because I, think, I do think he's a fine squad player, but I just wanted to move on and I want to give certain other players a chance in there. Fair. That's fair. So, yeah. Um. So, this is where it's going to get interesting. I'm going to start with Lucas Torreira. What are you guys saying? Uh, I just, I kind of, I kind of forgot about him, if I'm honest, you know? <laughs> so, I, for that reason, I guess I've just already kind of like, it's like a, it's like a married couple that's been together for like 
30 years and you're like, holy shit. Oh my God, I have a wife. I forgot, you know? And I just, <laughs> I've kind of, what an analogy. I've just, I've kind of already devolved. <laughs> I don't think that happens that often. <laughs> well, <No. laughs> well um, I, I, I already, div- maybe in like Saudi Arabia or something. <laughs> yeah. I've already divorced him in my mind. You know, it was weird because it was like, I was madly in love with him when he first came, like most were. But now since he's, you know, gone back on loan to, or not back on loan, he's gone on loan to Atletico. Um, he's just pretty much talked the whole time about how he just despises the English weather and everything. I just, I want the guy to be happy, you know? And I... I, 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 I want the best thing for him. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Lucas, I'll always care about you, but I just don't love you anymore. And because of that, I'm going <laughs> to let you go. I'm going to sell Terrera. My former wife. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think we sell. I think those reasons, the fact that he's sort of unsettled in England, um, he likes his warmth. Um, and I think he's probably better suited to other divisions like Spanish football, Italian yeah. football, where he excelled. I know he had a very good spell. Yeah, as Daniel um, was saying, Premier though, League, but what yeah. happened to that guy? He was so good. He was so good. But the thing is, Arteta wants someone who's yeah. better on the ball and can mm. add more in so in in uh, in possession and in the build up. Whereas Torreira's main thing is what well, is it's his ball winning abilities, you know, tackles, interceptions, that sort of thing. So I think that's why I just don't see him. I with Torreira, I almost team. feel like the you know emergence of Kante, you know, the little buzzing bee. Um, and just like crazy tenacious defensive midfielder that kind of like made Torreira seem like it was, it seemed like he was the right move, but now the game has just really rapidly gone, gone kind of like past that. You know what I mean? And like, that's, that's kind of out of fashion now. And that's in large part down to Arteta wanting, you know, like Alfie said, somebody that could pass the ball better. So yeah, I think most would agree with us. Honestly, you sell Torreira, you probably going to get back roughly what you uh what you spent on him so no big loss really yeah yeah exactly yeah well if we can sell all these players that we're saying that we want to be sold you're making a lot of money Mm. i agree um yeah so rob you said sell didn't you yeah yeah you saying that yeah all right um controversial one which I'm very yeah. excited to share my pins on Matteo Guendouzi oh yeah uh, Rob I'm you gonna, go ahead man. I'm going to go first for this one um, I know what you're going to say yeah I want to I, <laughs> I think he should be sold this summer um, he's dropped out of the Hursa team and if he's not good enough for Hursa Berlin he's not good enough for Arsenal and uh, I saw I had hesitations about him when he was with us which I sort of brushed to one side because I loved his character and I loved his passion for the team but um, yeah I think he needs to be moved on this summer and yeah I think it'll be for the best for everyone it feels on a micro level a micro level akin to the um, Ozil saga where some people love him some people hate him and I I personally just think it'll be best for all parties if he's uh, passed on to pastures new this summer let me go I will <laughs> go because um, I'm going to disagree with Rob and Lovely. 
I get. Um, I I don't think this will happen. I don't think um, the club. I don't think there's going to be a dramatic redemption. But every day I dream of a dramatic Gwendozi redemption. And <laughs> I'll say this as, as a say. caveat. Yeah, Remontada. <laughs> if he can't tone his fiery persona, his, his attitude, um, and if Arteta can't tone that, then I don't think we can have him around because he's just too much of an issue, too much of yeah. an enigma in the squad. But if you can tone that, and I do think there's a potential if you have a stern conversation with him and set the boundaries and stuff, um, there's a player there. And I don't think... Oh, I feel no like doubt. Certain player, some people underrate him. I think we forget how great he was under... Unai Emery, forget how decent he was actually under Arteta after the initial poor form. Um, there's just a really potentially great player there. And I do think his stock has fallen a bit, which means selling him is probably not the best time to sell him. If you can rebuild that. We were talking about PSG coming in for £60 mm. million and stuff last season. In fact, on the last year's podcast that we did for this, I asked Daniel, uh, would you sell him? For sixty million, if PSG came in, and we both said hmm. no, crazy. We both said wow. no at that point. We said um, we don't think in a few years that will that will look like good business. Um, and I just think there's a place in the squad for him. I do think do Arte know? and a new signing, the signing of the players. But I think if you can um, tone his attitude and stuff, I think I want Guendouzi as sort of a third option there. Yeah, to be honest, I wrote a piece about him actually last year for my uh, adulterous site, ltarsenal.com. And um, I basically said, I would like to see Gwendouzi kept because um, you bring in Thomas Partey. Partey is, what, uh, 27, 28? You're getting four or five years out of him as your first choice holding midfielder. As I was talking about with Cedric, Party sort of cultivates Gwendouzi and helps him become this lone holding midfielder, which we'll have when we move to the 4-3-3. Uh, and then Gwendouzi sort of takes the reins. I mean, I still wouldn't be averse to that. I just have so many queries concerning his attitude, which I just don't think can be reformed. Fair enough. So yourself. I'm keen. Yeah, I'm still I'm, sticking I'm willing myself. to take the risk on Gwendouzi and his attitude problems and pursue him just because I like him so much. I think there's so many good sides to his attitude as well um, that make it um, make it make it worth it for me. Um, People Daniel. like you are the reason the club is where it is. <laughs> I think, I th- yeah, I think you... Daniel. I think you loan him and wait for things to get back to as close to normal as things will get, and then you sell him because... I think he could make us a lot of money. Um, I, Alfie, I wish. If he has a great loan spell, then yeah. I, I wish his attitude would change, man. Alfie, I really do. But I just don't think it will. And I think he is the kind of player who, like me, thrives in chaos. You know, And I just don't think <laughs> uh, Mikel Alfie Teta... Um, you know, is, is ever going to... That was awful. Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't think he's... Ever, just like my <laughs> shoes. I don't think he's ever going to, you know, ha- have us play that way. So I don't think I don't think Guendouzi will fit into it. I can't see Guendouzi ever fitting into like a rigid structure. You know what I mean? I think... He, he, he struggled in that in the opening months on Arteta. He did improve and he got better. I'm thinking of... 
um, sort of just before Project Restart or just before the halt and then the couple games he had after Project Restart, he looked encouraging. So. I'd love him too, but yeah, I've got to stick to my guns here. I think you loan him and then you sell him because really I think I think you'd probably get a good $30 million out of him or so. I know we were talking about sixty in the past. I think that ship has probably sailed now. And, um, I still want money from him because I just don't think he's the future of the midfield really. Right. So, all right, fair enough. Um, and then the final sort of player in that sort of area who, you know, could be a mm. uh, portion to somewhere else is Joe Willock, um, who obviously returned from his loan from Newcastle. I'm saying, what, what I, you know what I said last year? Because I was listening to it back. I said, you keep him in the first half of the season, see how he develops, <laughs> get game time in Europa League and stuff. Wow. Um, and, then, and then if he doesn't quite break into the first team you put him on you, you send him out on loan the one mm. thing I did say in that is I said I think he needs to go to a possession based team because I mm. think um, his defensive work is pretty good for someone in his position He's he works very hard he's very good at arriving in the box into goal scoring positions um, it's just his sort of technical qualities his uh, possession and his creativity um, and how he progresses the ball that need work and I think if he'd gone into a possession-based system, maybe like a Brighton or even like a Fulham, Leeds, someone who has a bit more of the ball and is a bit more expansive than Newcastle. I think it would have been better for him. At the same time, I do think he's had a good loan spell and I think you keep him for me. Um, I think there's a case to be made for another loan, but that sort of ties into my midfielders. You have Partey, a new signing, Gwendouzi, and I think Willock is going to adapt and play more as a number eight who breaks into the box. Um, sort of more of a box to box player. I think that's the role that I think that's the role he's going to uh, sort of mould into. I don't think he's going to be a creative number ten because I don't think that's quite. His, I don't think that's quite the player he is. Um, and I think you have those four, and you have Aziz knocking on the door as well, who I think has a very bright future. And I think that for me, they're your five midfielders settled. That's what I'd like to see, but I don't see it happening. But what are you guys saying? Yeah, I I think I'm sort of in a. Very similar position to you, actually. Uh, I like Joe Willock. Um, and I've said before, I, I, I've seen a lot of people disrespecting him, sort of, not recently, but just prior to recent events, definitely when we sent him on loan. And I think that that guy can honestly be a, our future sort of number eight on that right-hand side. That is where he's at his best. In the Europa League, when he played that, I know the opposition poor, were poor, but he was outstanding. Uh, those late runs, as you were talking about, Alfie. Um, mm. I think you see where the midfield is at at the start of next season, the number of options we have. If Mikel Arteta thinks we have enough, uh, say with, with a new signing and then a few other names in that in that bag, I think that I would like to see him to go, go to a club like Brighton for a season. I agree with you, Alfie. He needs possession-based system. So at the moment, mm. my definitive statement, especially if Granite Shaka stays, is loan again. Fair enough. I yeah, think that's fair. I, and I completely agree. I, I think would he, be averse to that. I think I think he has a future. I, I've always liked Willock. Um, despite he's one of those players, by the way, that tons of people just like despise for no reason. Um, I like him. I like him a lot, and I think he'll have a future. But that future is not going to probably start right now. I would like to loan him again, but I would maybe be interested in loaning him to a different team. As much as the Newcastle fans, you know, love him and all that fun stuff, 
And if if they get relegated, I don't think it should no be a chance, no chance. I would no way. I would love to see Willock playing for like a a possession based kind of protagonist team, if you like, because I think that's that's mm. where he'll he'll learn the most, and then that's the way he'll come yeah. back to Arsenal and just be a better player. So I would loan him again. I think he does have a future, but like I said, that future is just not quite yet. Yeah, I think maybe if I reform my central midfield things. I would keep El Nenny as the sort of fourth option in there, um, and potentially loan Willock again to another possession-based team because I do think he needs that development as well. So actually, yeah, I'm going to change there, and I have El Nenny, Guendouzi, a fourth choice. I just do think he. I don't think we should be looking to sell him at this point because I do think there's the potential for him to be that oh, yeah. sort of box-to-box player who get in the box because there isn't really another goal threat in that double pivot at the moment. Um, so I do think we keep him. Um, moving forward, we're not going to include Martin Odegaard because I think we've all discussed that we would set sign him if we can, and if not, we'd go yeah. for another creative target. Um, Emil Smith Rowe, yeah. easy. Yeah. Um, Bakayo Saka. Oh, oh, on Smith on Smith Rowe though, we've really got um, to get him that new deal soon. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah, new deal. Um, Bakayo Saka, keep. Well, I say new deal good. for Saka too. I know he only signed Give him a ridiculous yeah, raise. I think, I think Saka should be on at I least, and maybe I'm being crazy, but at least 100 grand a week at this point, easily. I agree, actually. I think people say that's mental because of his age, but I think if you look at the responsibility he holds in this team at the moment, I don't think that's... I think we I have to... I think that's um, ridiculous, mm. to be honest. I think that's quite hey, and- reasonable. And I know this might be a bit of a lazy comparison because Chelsea just did all they could, but I think Hudson Odoi is on that sort of wedge. So exactly. you know, Saka's just going to look over there. And he's not going to go to Chelsea. Mm. I agree. Um, looking forward, I guess we'll go mm. to Nicolas Pepe. I'm saying keep. I think his upturned form has been good enough to sort of merit another season because I think you can't just rest on your laurels now. He's got to keep doing it, but I think I, I think you should keep him. I think he's a good option in the forward line. I don't know if he's ever gonna. I don't know if he's gonna get that run of games which you want. I think he'll get rotation rotational role. But I do think they were talking about this in Arscast a few weeks ago. He sort of plays that sort of um, sort of mercurial role in the squad where he's sort of. He's not a player who's very rigid in his structure and likes a lot of instructions. You have to give him the creative freedom to sort of express himself, mm. kind of like Riyad Mahrez plays in at Manchester City, which means he's not going to play every single game, but there'll be games where you want his sort of flair and unpredictability. Um, so I think you keep him and he'll play sort of a Mahrez. Yeah, I really like I like that comparison because I think it's, it's completely accurate. I think you keep Pepe as well. Um, I, was, I was a staunch believer in, in selling him just a few weeks ago, really. But I just think the most you're really probably going to get for Pepe, this is pretty damning, by the way, is, you know, 30 to 40 million. And he's never going to live up to that 70 million price tag. We know that. But I just don't think, I don't think we could really afford to take that much of a loss on him. We've got to just stick with him, honestly. I agree. Uh, William, I think you go all out to sell William. It's not going to happen, let's be honest. But, you try everything. You literally offer him to every club on planet Earth. Um, <laughs> you know who would take him? Take him. 
um, and you just try and you you li- you literally you pay for, for half as well Inter- as you need to. Inter Inter Miami would definitely take him along with Kieran Gibbs, Ryan Shawcross, and Daniel Sturridge. Sturridge is linked with them now. They're just basically Shawcross, <laughs> dude. That's what you get for breaking Ramsey's leg. You go to some wash league, dude. And you know what's so funny? What these people just don't understand? Heat sounds fun. You know, being hot sounds like a good time when you live in the cold. But guess what? It's not. It sucks. Miami smells like crap and it's hot. Why the heck would you move there? He's going to last three months and leave or die of a heat stroke. So, yeah. I mean, it is. Shawcross doesn't look like he belongs in Miami. For real. To be honest. He belongs in Stoke. <laughs> yeah, he should be perennially in Stoke. I agree. Um, on his wages at his age and would he yeah, leave yeah. as well? Are we all saying sell if possible? Yeah. Another sort of interesting one, Reese Nelson. I think you sell Reese Nelson, if I'm honest. I think you sell him. I think he's. I I sell. I'd yeah, say I, sell I, as well. Hasn't I when I've seen him. Times up. Hasn't filled me with any confidence at all. I think he's. Done. I think. Mm. Yeah. We've done a stupid thing and not loaning him out. In this January because his stock is just going to fall and fall and I think his yeah his, his value has gone down and we can't sell him for as much having said that he's still a young player English player with like a decent amount of talent I think we can still get a decent fee for him um, but it probably isn't as high as it would have been if we loaned him somewhere yeah. in the Premier League he's done relatively well when he's playing in the, in, uh, the, the fucking Europa League um, and cup competitions, but we know he can do that against that sort of opposition. That's not really what we want to see. We want to see him produce it. And when he's come into the league, he's not quite done it. So I think he goes. Um, yeah. yeah. I think we'll Martinelli keep. I think we all grew that. Um, I think we'll do the strikers and sort of a collective again, like the centre backs. So we've got Abamyang, we've got Lacazette, we've got Balogun, and we've got Nketia. And I mm-hmm. guess you could count Martinelli, but also keep. I'm going to go first and I'm just going to, like I did with the centre-backs, I think you keep Aubameyang, you sell Lacazette, you sell Nketiah and I don't think Balogun's going to stay. Mm. I don't think that, that's what I've heard um, from all my sources. Source, trust me, bro. Um, <laughs> I don't think Balogun's staying because I think talking about him is somewhat redundant. I just don't think he's going to sign a new contract and I think he's going to leave at the end of the season. Um, which is a slight shame, but I think there's some potential attitude problems, so a sense of entitlement there. Um, but I think for Nketiah, I think it's a sell. I think you see how sort of far down he's dropped in the pecking order for Arteta. I think we know what he's good at. His very, movement is very good, getting into goal-scoring positions. He presses well, um, but his finishing isn't good enough at the moment. His hold-up play is not good enough. Um, and I think he's, he's a good poacher. But I think in a team where we're not like absolutely brilliantly creative all over the place, I don't think you could just bring in a player who's like a decent poacher. I don't think I don't think he's sort of I don't think he's the future. And I think you sell him. And again, he's got a good value to him because he's English. He has scored goals for us um, at a high level, and he scored goals for England under twenty one. So I think he'll go for a reasonable amount. I think Lacazette. We've discussed it many times. His age. 
Um, the, the, how he sort of declined physically. I know he's had a pretty decent season. AFC Max 9 is raging right now, but I just think it is the time to sell Lacazette, um, even if he's had a good season. I don't want him to see uh, get, get his contract renewed. And I think because we've committed to Aubameyang, we have to do that. We have to sort of invest in him and make sure we try and get the best out of him over the next few years. Um, and I feel like there is a system where we can do that with the three creative players in behind him. And even if we bring, we bring in another striker um, to sort of compete with him, rotate with him, who can sort of learn from him, um, but also sort of gradually take over that role. I think that's how we approach the striker position, in my opinion. Yeah, this is a crap show because I would too. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like that segment of the Extra Cannon podcast, by the way. And while I, I agree with both you and Alfie, I think the kind of danger that, you know, seeing Enketia, uh, Lacazette, and Balogun all leaving could could provide is the fact that we are going to need a striker. Like, I know Martinelli, a lot of people are saying his future is is in the center-forward area, and I agree, with, I agree with that. I could totally see him there. But I think still you're going to have to sign someone else, you know. And you, they had a really good segment on the Extra Canon podcast about it. I highly recommend checking it out. I, you know who I like the look of, and you guys didn't bring him up actually, is uh, is Veghorst from 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 Wolfsburg. I like a big striker. Reminds me of myself, you know, big idiot up there. Um, minus minus the talent, obviously, when you're speaking about me. Um, but I, I think you know it would just give us a completely different element. You know, if we were to bring in a big big guy, not maybe him necessarily, but you know, I would like maybe a really big guy up there to give us something different but also i like the look of tony you know rob's dad that is not the not the brent Berger. <laughs> there you go there you go miss tony tony it's so here it is tony worthington <laughs> i can just see it now that sounds like an arsenal player. bring in tony tony worthington <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> I think that's Japan, actually, though, Rob. I, I only... It does. Right. <laughs> so what you're saying, Daniel, is sell Nketiah, sell Balogun, sell Lacazette, and bring in Tony Worthington. That is exactly what I'm saying. Either him or the Japanese guy that's like 53. Fez. Either one. Fez. I think he's pretty small though. But still, I guess I'd rather. I you know you know what? Screw it. All bets are off. I don't care about the big guy anymore. I want a senior citizen in the area. I want someone. Bring back Arsene Wenger. Play him a striker. He's tall and old. <laughs> that's who I want. Boom. Fez. Fez. That's that's a good good analysis there. Um, <laughs> if you could tell, this is the time to call this to I'm close. I'm so tired, bro. This has been going on forever. We've been like, I'm really ill as well. I feel horrible, <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah, okay. Let's draw this bad boy to a close. Alfie, you're feeling like shit, as you almost always are. And that was like our ongoing joke at the beginning of the <laughs> podcast how you were always ill, and that has since returned. Um, this is for a different reason, okay? But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alfie, marketing opportunity of a lifetime. Hurry up. I want to get out. We love you also to you. Wow, that was like so fast. It was not even... We love you also There you go. There you go. Um, um, we need a song. 
something about like the the mm. yeah sure <laughs> or like should we stay or should we go i like that, that. i like Sorry. that should i stay it's or like, should i go now should i stay yeah that one just because it's like you know like william contemplating should he go to miami or should he stay you know. <laughs> yeah let's, let's do that all right bye goodbye Should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you've got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? It's always tease, tease, tease. You're happy when I'm on my knees. One day is fine and next is black So if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go there will be trouble Decisions bugger me. If you don't want me, set me free. Exactly whom I'm supposed to be. Don't you know which clothes even fit me? Come on and let me know. Should I cool it or should I blow? Should I stay or should I go now?